Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 6.30 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad. province is excited about it. Obviously there's a, a rivalry uh, between the two cities that goes back uh, multiple years and not just in the sport of hockey. So everyone's excited about that. For us what I see is two good hockey teams that are going to get the opportunity to compete to head to the third round of the playoffs and um, so while everybody's excited um, we're getting down to work and, and, and trying to prepare for a really good hockey team. A little bit there from Jay Woodcroft, head coach of Edmonton Oilers, on dealing with the hype of the Battle of Alberta. Just a little bit of hype. Just a little bit of hype. Probably going to be more hype than I have experienced in my professional career. I can tell you that. It's a joy to be able to cover it, and I'm sure it's going to be a joy for all of you to uh, be spectators and fans here along the way. It starts Wednesday night in Calgary, 5.30 for the face-off show, game at 7.30, a little bit earlier than the games against the Kings. Oh, but then then they're making you stay up Friday night. The game on Friday night is going to start a little after 8.30. That's right. And then it's 6 o'clock in Edmonton on Sunday back at Rogers Place. So uh, there we go. We are off and running into the Battle of Alberta. Remember to go to the contest page on 630Ched.com. Nominate an Oilers super fan to win a pair of Oilers playoff tickets for this series. So you go to the contest page on our website, and we want to hear about that Oilers super fan in your life who deserves to win a pair of tickets. Maybe you got uh, a, a buddy at work. Who's crazy about the Oilers? Maybe you got uh, maybe you got an aunt who's never been to a game, and you got to get her to a game. Maybe you got a pet that needs to go to an Oilers game. I don't know. You can nominate a super fan. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. If you'd like to chime in tonight, Wayne Gretzky, the great one, hopped on Oilers now today with Bob Stoffer, and number ninety nine had this to say about the BOA. Yeah, this is going to be a seven-game series, and for both teams, they're going to get a different um, sort of game plan from the other side. Uh, for Edmonton, you know, they played against L.A. that were basically playing a trap and not a lot of forecheck. Dallas is probably more similar to that of, uh, of L.A. Kings, and now you got two teams that pressure the puck. Daryl Sutter loves to send two guys in. Um, he loves to be aggressive on the puck, and obviously so do the Oilers. So the the, uh, the difference in this series will be the fact that the Edmonton Oilers defense are going to get pressured a lot more than they, than they were against L.A., and vice versa. The Calgary defense is going to see a lot more speed 
and a lot more aggressive forecheck than that of the Dallas Stars. So, you know what? We really haven't talked about Jay Woodcroft, but he's done such a wonderful job there since he took over. Um, we said it the first week on TV that, you know, it just seems to be more of a team now. And, you know, again, um, the acquisition of Kulak and, and uh, Evander Kane has been nothing but a positive for that hockey team. So this is going to be a seven-game series. It's going to truly be the Battle of Alberta. Uh, and I think the fans there, they waited a long time patiently for this <laughs> this kind of a uh, series. So it should be really exciting and uh, should be a lot of fun. As uh, Wayne Gretzky, he was on Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer earlier today. Jim wants to hop on the show here, 780-496-0063. Jim, go ahead. Hi, I I really liked all the noise I hear from the uh, Oilers faithful at Rexall Place. I'm just wondering, is there any way that they could measure the decibels in the Edmonton compared to uh, Calgary? So our fans could sit there and say that, yeah, we out-cheered them uh, on some machine that could measure the noise level. You know, it's funny you brought that up, Jim, because they showed on the scoreboard a couple of times on Saturday night a, a fan had brought one of those little decibel meters but I, I have to plead ignorance in terms of what it got to. I didn't I didn't I didn't notice or I didn't commit it to memory. Uh, maybe the television broadcasts will will do that. Compare the the decibel rating in the two buildings. Uh, I uh, that's I guess a fun little aside for uh, for how loud the fans are going to be in this series. I think both buildings are going to be. Very, very loud. Certainly, if the Oilers come back with a, with a split or a two nothing series lead, I think that'll even add to the mania on Sunday night. I, I don't remember what it got to. I, maybe somebody saw it or has a screen cap or something, and they can tell me. Yeah, last yeah, I, I saw it was like one oh nine or something, one oh nine or one oh ten or one ten, I should say. Yeah, but. and I I I don't know about you, Calum, but I'm not a decibelologist. No, so neither am I. I. Don't, <laughs> I don't know what the uh, <laughs> I don't know what the um, what loud would consider i mean i guess that's pretty loud i'm just googling decibel scale that's what i like about this job you can just somebody can call it and suggest something and you just go with it on the fly uh okay here's a little chart charts are always accurate we got is okay so it says it says extreme uh, it says 110 decibels is considered extremely loud some little chart i found and 140 decibels would be the threshold of pain. Uh, wow. So if something is 70 decibels, it is considered loud. Very loud is 80 decibels. 50 decibels is faint. Uh, so I guess, I think normal conversation would be about 60 decibels. So once you get, and then once you almost double that, it, it's, it's too loud. It's extremely loud. And then 140 decibels, it's getting a little bit dangerous. Okay. So you said you saw 109, Kellen? Yeah, 109, so 110, yeah. Okay, so 110, according to this little chart I found on the internet, which must be accurate because it wouldn't be posted online unless it was vetted and considered accurate. Uh, 110 is extremely loud. Okay. Which it was. I, I, I don't know what the loudest, uh, I should Google loudest NFL decibels, loudest decibel NFL stadium. There, it comes up in the search window. Uh, apparently Arrowhead in Kansas City, 
got up to 142.2 decibels, <laughs> which is actually painful. <laughs> I, I would, th- I don't know for sure. I'm not an ear, nose, and throat guy, though I did have an uncle who was one. Uh, I would guess if you were exposed to 142 decibels for an extended period, there would be hearing loss involved. Mm-hmm. So there we go. <laughs> we, we, we have all, see, that's the great thing about this show. It's not just sports, it's education. That's why I tell people who are students that if you miss school, you can say, no, 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 no. I learned something. I listened to inside sports. Mm-hmm. I still get credit for going to school. So bring earplugs for games three and four. Because it'll be loud. Well, I saw somebody had a, a very young child at the game on Saturday night, probably preschool for sure. And it had the big, uh, you know, the ear canceling. Is that what they're called? Noise canceling headphones. The noise not the ear canceling headphones. I I put on these headphones and my ears fell off. What happened? Okay. <laughs> but I want a contact lost and found if you indeed do lose your ears at the Oilers game yes, on Sunday that, or Tuesday. So. That'd be quite the lost and found item. It definitely. Uh, 780-496-0063. If somebody is a, uh, a, a, he knows about loud sounds, you got about 12 minutes to call it. Because <laughs> tr- trust me, we're making this up as we go based on my uh, extensive Googling. Uh, Connor McDavid was, of course, spectacular in both game six and seven, two points a game in the series. Uh, Wayne Gretzky talking with Stoff commented on McDavid's performance. He really wants to do uh, the best he can for Edmonton and deliver another Stanley Cup. Um, it, it can be trying at times. Um, if you're going to take the roses, uh, with the success of a club, you're going to take the heat uh, with the downside of a hockey club. But he's handled himself extremely well. He loves to play. Um, I'm so impressed. Not just the series against L.A. in Game 6 and Game 7, and we all talked about it on the show that he'd just gone to another level. But, you know, the last 20 games of this regular season, he just really took the bull by the horns and so this was the first year I got to vote for any of the NHL awards. And it was a real close battle between him and Austin Matthews. And Austin was spectacular throughout the whole year. But I just really felt that over the last 20 games, Connor was a difference uh, maker for his hockey club. And consequently, so I voted for him on the basis that those last 20 games mean so much. And he just, he played at a different level, and that's what you want to do, your best player. Yeah, like no, nobody, very few people would have uh, very better perspective. Well, nobody would have better perspective. Some people might have equal perspective, but nobody would have better than Wayne Gretzky on being the star, being the leader, handling the pressure, and trying to drive your team to victory. Jerry has called in, who I, I believe Jerry knows something about decibels. I, I hope so. Jerry, what do you have for me? Well, if memory serves, the OH&S, Occupational Health and Safety Center, if you're going to work in an area that's at least 85 decibels, you have to wear hearing hearing protection or you will have hearing loss. So once you get above 85, it's, it's you're, you're hurting your eardrums. Okay, well, that makes sense because this scale I found said that 80 is considered very loud. Now, what are your, if you don't mind me asking, and if you don't want to disclose, that's fine. Uh, what are your credentials that led you to have this knowledge? I'm, I've worked in the oil patch for 40 years, and I've uh, worked in, you know, I had to go into a lot of places where 
they said, you know, with the sound level is above 85, you have to wear hearing protection to come in the area. So, I mean, it was a, anybody who worked in these areas always knew this number and that's, and then if you did, you were subjected to hearing tests every three years to see if you were actually losing your hearing or not because they were concerned about you. Oh, so, wow. Okay. Yeah. I, 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 thanks for sharing. So, Jerry, you're a, you're a relatively seasoned individual, so I want to ask you a couple of questions. Uh, first of all, how are your – I'm going to assume you're an Oilers fan if you're listening to the show, but if you're not, that's fine. But what? How? what's your prognostication for this series? How are you feeling about it? <laughs> Well, I've been an Oilers fan since they joined the WHA, so that's how seasoned I am. And nice. uh, I, I, I'm concerned. They, they've played much, much better in the last month, two months. But Calgary has improved a lot too. And it's if if Markstrom plays the way I've seen him play in Calgary, it, goals are going to be hard to get. And so that's. That's where, you know, and, and Mike Smith has played extremely well, but he's, he's been known to have the odd off game, and you, you have one of those against Calgary and you're dead. So, yeah, that's uh, fair. Yeah. So, I. Uh, they, survived, they survived a couple of off games against Los Angeles, right? They did. LA wasn't as good, but fair enough. Uh, yeah, I thought then, Gretzky was bang on on how LA plays and how Dallas plays. So, it's going to be a much different looking set of games between these two guys. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a great, I mean, look, if, as I always say, I, I know it'll be disappointing if the Oilers lose, but if, if you can't perform to that level, then, you know, maybe, maybe you don't deserve to move on. So I appreciate that. Thanks. Thanks for the info, Jerry. That's good stuff. Okay. No problem. And, oh, Dale has called in as well. All right, Dale, I don't know if you're calling in about decibels or about hockey or whatever. But <laughs> so no, no, I'm calling in about Rob Brown's comments about friends that he has that would rather play Dallas than not play Calgary at all. Um, yes. You know, I, I think that it's been 31 years and people don't, uh, you know, I'm a little bit older than you are, so I'm also like the last caller a little more seasoned. And people don't understand, you know, what the Battle of Alberta means to people that have been around for as long as we have. Like, this is a, this was not a, just a sports thing. This, you know, evolved pride, you know, a, a, a municipal pride, a territorial pride. And over the 30 years, it has still remained that way. Like, we were, we were called the City of Champions because we had, you know, football teams in the 70s and 80s and hockey teams in the 80s that won championships. And we won everything. Calgary didn't win a thing. And then it became that it wasn't just the city of champions based on sports teams, but it was based on everything else. You know, we are the capital of Alberta. Our, we, I believe that our university is better than theirs. You know, our, hockey, our university hockey team has, has been dominant. Like, everything that we do, it is tied into who we are. And maybe it's because, as Edmontonians, we hear that, uh, that rhetoric from the states that, oh, you're in a little oil town up in northern you know, Canada and freezing your butts off and, you know, it's, you live in igloos and all that. But, right. you know, I, I don't think people like, you know, like that are Kellen's age or, you know, even my kid's age, they don't understand what, what it actually means. I, my wife asked me yesterday, would you rather play Dallas or, or not or play Calgary and Battle of Alberta? I said Dallas hands down because I don't want that disappointment because uh, last four years we are the best. We've always been the best. And I just don't want them even to get a sniff. Like, you can even say, like, let's look at, 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 at certain things like you, your favorite band, Def Leppard. 
Okay, they're coming to to Commonwealth Stadium. Are they going to Calgary? No, they're not going to Calgary because who would play in that place? Right? Like everything that we have, everything that we do, I think that Edmonton is it's just a, a, a city pride. And I just think that it, it, this next two weeks is going to be emotional distraught for me up and down whether we win or whether we lose I'll probably call you looking for looking to calm me down when we win I'll call you looking for emotional support when we lose so well I'm here for you deal (laughs) right I I mean that and I like I said people that are in their 20s and 30s they don't get it because they've never seen it they've never lived it Okay, Dale, I, I appreciate that. I, I'm happy personally to be seeing a Battle of Alberta and having the opportunity to, to cover it. Um, okay, Don Metz has called in? This is incredible. Don, I wish you'd called in earlier because I'm tied up against the clock and you know how that works. But what has inspired your phone call tonight? Hey? What has inspired your phone call tonight, my friend? Uh, just the uh, conversation about sound. And oh, good. I, yeah, go ahead. I just want to say that being part of the uh, the great team that built the Rogers Arena, um, that may be one of the best sounding arenas in North America. And if anybody looks up in the at the roof, you'll see all this black acoustic tiling, which was something that uh, Daryl wanted to have in there at uh, not cheap, but it has a very solid sound. Like if you would have went to the Chris Stapleton show or the uh, you know, it's just a solid sound. And unlike when we were at uh, Rexall, when we were in the 06 uh, playoffs, uh, that was loud, but it was not necessarily clean loud. Rogers has, uh, you know, beautiful balanced uh, system, and uh, it can get loud in there, but it's not going to be painful. Okay, Don, we're, we're, look, as you know, the show is ending. We're going to have to expand on this conversation on a future show, so I'll get in touch with you. And Anytime. again... Thank you for upholding my claim that this show is very educational. You're more than welcome, Reed. Okay, that's Don Metz checking in. Uh, great open line, guys. I got to take a quick timeout. Inside Sports on Chet. the weekend, Brett Kulak did not just help the Edmonton Oilers win game seven over the Los Angeles Kings. He also became a dad. Yeah, it was uh, those three days, whatever, three and a bit days. It was it was crazy. We had the big win in game six in Los Angeles. And then just as I was winding down, kind of just maybe fell asleep. I, I got the call at like, I don't know, one thirty, one forty in the morning in Los Angeles. And I was like, uh, yeah, I got let know my wife wife went into labor and she was in the hospital now already at this point and things were happening fast when I called her and was talking with her and so I, I uh, got on the quickest flight I could out of LA and I did luckily end up making it for the birth but I, I I was I was a little bit doubtful at times because of just how how quick things were happening it seemed like the baby was on its way so but I did make it in time so Good stuff. Brett Kulak, special weekend for him. Oilers getting set to take on the Calgary Flames. Oilers had a practice today, as I mentioned earlier. A lot of the high ice time guys weren't on the ice. McDavid, Dreisaitl, Kane, uh, Nurse, Keith, Smith didn't practice, though he did come out and speak to the media. Zach Hyman was out there, by the way. Flames didn't practice. They'll skate tomorrow. Uh, Mike Smith getting ready for a tough series. Yeah, obviously Calgary's, uh, you know, they're the best team in our division this year, so a lot of firepower. Um they play connected, and we're going to have uh, to bring our A game to, to beat them uh, for, in four games. So 
uh, not in four games, but for four games. So um, I like the way we finished the series against LA. I thought we played one of our best games of the series um, in game seven, and hopefully we can carry that momentum into game one in the uh, second round. There from Mike Smith, two shutouts of the Los Angeles Kings and the Oilers' seven-game victory. All right, uh, we got to go. Oilers now with Bob Stoffer from noon tomorrow, and I'll have inside sports from 6 to 8. Kelly Rudy is scheduled to join me throughout the day here on 630 Chad Morning Show as well. Shea Ganim and uh, Afternoons with Jay Lynn. Plenty on the Battle of Alberta as we get you ready for Game 1 coming up on Wednesday. Dave Campbell's the producer of the show. Kellen Kennedy, your studio producer. My name's Reed. Thanks for listening. Six thirty, Chad. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins, weekdays at six on Six Thirty, Chad.